You're listening to Inside the Minds with Dante Marsh and Ryan Hyde. A podcast about life, lessons, and whatever the hell else they want to talk about. Our guest today on today's show, uh, Mr. Aaron Hunt, good friend of mine, former teammate, uh, Texas Tech Red Raider, Denver Bronco, Miami Dolphin, and big time BC Lion, Mr. Aaron Hunt. (laughs) Hey, what's up, everybody? How y'all doing out there? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. So let's 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 get into it, Hunt. Let's talk about you from Texas. Yeah. Which which part are you? You you from um, Dallas, north of Dallas. Dallas. So how close is Oak Cliff High School to you? From where I live now, or from where I used to live. Where you, where you grew up at? It's probably like forty five minutes. Yeah, I was out there yeah. for a while, so I was just trying to put my my demographic. <laughs> Turn you up. So you uh, yeah. when did when did you start playing football? Like uh I played I played football since I was uh I played flag when we when I was seven. Okay. I didn't play tackle football until I was in the seventh grade though. But I played flag up until I was in the seventh grade. Now see a lot of people don't know this. See, I know this because I've been your teammate for years. Hunt was actually a svelte track runner. Yeah, you might Man, like what 10 6, 10 5? Hey, you might you might not know that by looking at me, but uh <laughs> I had some wheels. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's awesome. Yes, sir. So you uh so so who was the you didn't play till seventh grade. So in Texas, I know, I know for here in California, we have like uh organizations. I know right. in some other states y'all do it, it's 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 in school. Like y'all, like right. So out there, so you started playing in seventh grade. What team did you play for in Texas? And then could you? Oh, uh, it was my middle Texas? school. Middle school. Okay, so that, yeah, that's middle school. Attached. That's attached, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's attached. Like now, it's different. But back in the day, you could only play. Well, they had some select leagues, mm-hmm. but back in the day, you could pretty much only play for your school. And if you were like me, because we were broke. Uh, we didn't we didn't know or we couldn't go to any select leagues. You know what I mean? It was they were all outside or in a in a city, Dallas, in which I said was forty five minutes, or just too far for where where we can be. Gotcha. So you you for those that don't know you 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 come from an athletic family. Your older brother, who I had many battles against um, in the Western Athletic Conference, when he was <laughs> you. <laughs> Oh, horn frogs, Mr. Reggie. So you, so you and Reggie growing up, how was that? Oh man, it was good, man. You know, uh, was he was he punking Reggie, you up? <laughs> Reggie was my Reggie was my 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 best teacher in the world, right? Uh, Reggie Reggie taught me a lot just because he was dumb enough to go through it, right? So I learned <laughs> I learned I learned a lot just because he did it, and I was like, I ain't gonna do that. So that it was that simple, really. You know what I mean? And um, 
growing up, man, it, you know, it was just us two, right? My dad had a bunch of kids, but you know, it was really just us two. Mm-hmm. And um, at at my house, you know what I mean. And um, he kind of showed, like I said, he made a lot of mistakes, but he showed me the way, right? He had to be the one to go through it first. And he was, I mean, he was afraid to, but he did it, you know, and he made his mistakes and I learned from it, you know, I mean, it was, it was good. Yeah. He used to try to uh, rough me up when I was younger, but you know, as I got older, I got bigger than him, you know, so he, he ain't want no more problems. <laughs> no, he did. No, man. So, so football was always your main love, right? Yeah. 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 Football. How serious was track for you in the beginning? Uh, track was just something we did because of football, to be honest with you. You know what I mean? Like, we always knew uh, you had to be fast to play football. I probably, I mean, this is going to sound crazy, but I probably should have took track more serious because I was pretty fast, right? Like, I ran I ran the 400, right? And uh, it was pretty fast, man. You know, like, like, we went to the state track meet, everything, like, Seeing me now, you wouldn't believe it, but I was fast. You know what I mean? Like, even when I was younger, we went to state track meets. I got first in those, like all of those, right? So it was uh, it, it was it was real big growing up, but we didn't take it as serious because in Texas, it's all football, right? So it's like, whatever you do is because of football. Right. I could have probably been decent at basketball. I was good at baseball, but everything we did was for football. Texas, Texas, in a, in a select few other states are similar, like, you know, the great state of California, right? And uh, <laughs> No doubt, no doubt. And, and I, I can agree with you on the track stuff because I quit every year until my senior year. Right. I get out there, I run my little 10-9, 11-flat, and then I think I'm doing something, then the real track boys come out there, I'm gassing 50 meters, and it's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that, that, that's the difference. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm a like football player. Between a re- yeah, a football player and a track runner is that they know how to maintain that top speed longer. You know what I mean? That's yeah. the difference. So, and that's the funniest part too. And that and and that was that discouraged me all the way till I was a senior. And then when I really ran, I you know Zoe made me run some four hundreds. I hated every minute of it. Right, right, right. And the four by one, I actually learned hurdles in two weeks. I was pretty decent in the one tens and the three hundred. Really? Yeah, heard him. yeah, that's good. So, but I, I didn't know you ran the hurdles, bro. Yeah, man. I, hey, he was like, I need points. You got your football scholarship. I know, right? Me. like, get your ass out there and run the hurdles. I was always afraid of the hurdles, man. I just never wanted you to, want to fall. fall. In front of people. Yeah, I, I, and never wanted to fall in front of people, man. You know? No, you. I know you didn't. That's that's the worst ever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh man. So what what high school did you ended up going to? Uh, high school, uh, the number seventeen in in the nation at the time was uh, Denison, Texas. That was my high school, and uh, you know, uh, state champion three years in a row. Hmm. That was us. You know what I mean? That's just just some of the stuff we did. No, I'm just doing, hey, no, no, no. Hey, I'm not lying about how good we were. But I'm lying. Because no, I mean, you, 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 you know, I you know, I know, you know, I know. Yeah, 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 so yeah. I, good, I, mean, I know we laughing and shit, but you know, I know. I know Texas, Texas, yeah. big time football. So right, right, right. Yeah. So, so for me, I'm a California guy, but you know, we we here. 
So for us, right. everybody else in the nation, uh, they know about De La Salle out here. They know about Bosco. They know about Matt. Oh, okay. You know, the, the, modern day. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right. So when so, I, for, for me not being from Texas, I know about Dallas Carter. Right. Skyline. So yeah. kind of give me a quick synopsis on. Okay. So Dallas Carter and Dallas Skyline, that was more back in our days. Right. Yeah. And, uh, they were, they were speed demons, right? Like they had all the speed, right? All the speed pretty much. But now we didn't moved over to the power schools, right? So we, we have schools now with 6,000 kids, right? Wow. So you imagine a school with 6,000 kids having a football team. They're going to beat, they're going to beat everybody in the world, right? Even, even that third teamers, they like Alabama, right? They third teamers could be starters elsewhere. You know what I'm saying? That's Allen. It's called Allen, Texas. There's one school called uh, Lake Lake Travis. Lake Travis the same way. Probably the second or third biggest biggest school in Texas, right? They killing everybody. Uh, Katie's also a good area. That's that's close to the, the Houston area. They have they have killers too. Um, here recently. We getting back to that area area though. It's uh see Carter and uh Skyline, but now it's 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 going a little bit east or west, and it's like the Duncanvilles and the DeSotos and the Cedar Hills. Like they there there's one now who has I mean everybody has talent, but it's just that area is like it's like a cesspool in a way, you know, like you're gonna get Casey. Casey. Casey went to Desoto, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Casey did go to Desoto. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's like and uh, it's like a cesspool, bro. Like they probably get ten D one every single year. At least 10, 10 D one offers or signees every single year, right? That's how crazy it is in that area. Man. So yeah, man. Texas is uh, it's crazy. Well, y'all, but you know. Back? coaching six six figures man come on oh yeah hey you're not hey if you're a high school coach in texas you're not making no less than six figures you're not making making no less than a hundred thousand unless you are a six-man coach and you still gonna make eighty-five thousand. dollars then that is crazy right yeah that's how it is man that's how big it is bro need to move i told you come on down bro I'm telling yeah. you. <laughs> and, and and are those are those coaches uh teaching on campus? They just coaching football? No, straight coaching football, man. Wow. They may have to no, they're not coaching at all. I mean, they're not teaching at all. All they're doing is coaching. Now they may have uh to hire basketball coaches and, and baseball coaches, so, but they're not doing any teaching. Our our head coach plays golf, bro. Uh all day go coach football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He kicks it, man. Hey, man. Living a life. Yeah. I'm thinking about that. You know, they, they they'll go. I'm, I'm telling you, you might as well, man. They'll go and uh and you know, of course, they're gonna support the kids, so they'll be at the games and it, it may not be football games, it'll be they'll go to the baseball games, you know, and just you know, shaking hands and kissing babies type of deal. But they they really got a pretty good, pretty good gig. Wow. Right. That's, that's crazy. Well, Love. Nobody want to coach high school. <laughs> <laughs> hey boy, you getting that little stipend and you teaching Clep, man, that nah, 
Nah, man. So they, well, well, assistant coaches, they they may have to teach a PE or something like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But the head coaches, nah, they love. It's all love for them. Wow. See that that the head coach for high school out there is like a good deal for the is like how the JC head coach is here in Cali. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. Like, and like I'm, I'm just speaking for my school and the the district around my school, the car house, you know what I'm saying? Like, and the six figures. Wow. So it's like, yeah, they they give you a a, a car stipend. Uh, a housing allowance and plus your salary and they gonna hire your wife to do whatever you know what i'm saying just that kind of stuff you know what i mean that's, just you know what that's that's dope though because that's how it yeah because you're creating, yeah yeah true true creating a good infrastructure and then you're gonna get a quality coach that really cares obviously you know right reward him handsomely you know, that job is gonna be done pretty good and yeah, i think you better care yeah but see I, I the other the flip side of that is the, the stability because i know boy you better win yeah, well, kinda, man, because <laughs> I mean, I don't know who all gonna hear this, but every place ain't the same. You know what I mean? Like some places ain't as as stiff as they need to be on trying to find more people. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man i think it, there should be more of a stricter policy kind of deal like if you won't win in five years you know we got to do something about it but it ain't always like that everywhere anyway for sure for sure absolutely yeah 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 yeah. wow that's 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 a that's amazing to hear that right football coaches is making six figures in texas boy Mm-mm. yeah I'm talking about that. That's that's the lowest they're gonna make. It's, it's six figures, but it goes up from. It's a hundred thousand, but it goes up from there, right? Yes, because I seen that list and I seen that yeah. it kept one fifty, one sixty. I was like, yeah, yeah, just ignorant, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, like that's some crazy money, man, to just coach football and nothing else. You know what I'm saying? That's but love. High, but high school though, like I could, yeah, I, yeah high school I playing. Yeah, obviously. I mean, you at the JC level or, or higher? Yeah, okay. But yeah, yeah, yeah. High school, yeah. That's, yeah. that's love. That's love. Yeah, it is, man. I'm gonna have to come Tell out here and get me a lack with some pokers, man. <laughs> I'm gonna have to, man. I'm gonna have to pull up on your slab. Huh? I'm telling you, man. Hey, you be looking like Mr. Moton. Hey, that's <laughs> we had we had a coach like that just rolling up looking too cool. And he was like, man, he think he's so cool. This is when we was younger. He was like, man, he think he's so cool, but he was. He was cool. Hey, <laughs> he hey, was that dude. With that salary, I'd be real cool too. Man, straight chilling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he was. Had, had, you know, had him a woman on the side, all that good stuff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <sighs> yeah. All right, man, let's get to it, man. So uh, you do your thing in high school. So you were one of the top guys at your high school, right? So what made you choose Texas Tech? And I hate y'all that damn horse. (laughs) We'll get to that later. So what what made you choose Texas Tech over TCU? Because your brother went to TCU. Yeah, so 
a little bit of my history is my brother was the man, right? Mm-hmm. So he was he was ranked nationally and everything like that. But also I had an older cousin and and he went to TCU, right? My older cousin, he went to TCU, got drafted second round by the Bears, right? He went to TCU, so my brother's gonna follow him. So it was gonna be like a family deal, right? So what happened was is like I said, in high school, we never lost, right? Like, it was very hard to lose. I mean, it was, we, we, if we lost, it would be the state game, right? So, going into my college decision, like, and, and the crazy thing is, is that we had seven dudes sign letters of, letter of intent from my school, right, that year. And um, every one of us besides one got offered by TCU, right mm-hmm. but the problem was was tcu where my brother was they only won one game that year right, right? and that was that was the last game of the season that year and that was against smu right mm-hmm. and um so we had to make a decision from from winning every single game to going to losing every single game, you know, and that's tough for anybody, you know what I mean? And then my brother was even like, shoot, man, I'm finna transfer. So I ain't know if he was gonna be there or not, you know was what that, I'm Was that before Dennis Franchon, was that before he got there or? Yup, okay. that, that was the last year of Franchon. No, no, that was the last year of, uh, I forgot that kid's name, man. Uh, Well, that coach's name, but that was the last year of him. And then that next year Franchoni came and you know, that year, LT was there, you know, like, it, that was that was the year, right? But um, the funny thing is, man, is that, I mean, this is off the subject, but, you know, Reggie was a running back. Right. Right? So Reggie started running back before LT. But Reggie was like, I'm taking too many hits. Right. I'm finna play defense. I'd rather hit people. You know what I mean? So Reggie was like, okay, Reggie moved to defense. Then Francione came. So like, well, Francione came, but then Reggie was like, man, I already know what's about to happen. So during training, Reggie moved to defense. And if Reggie would have stayed, who knows, right? Because Francione opened up the offense. You know what I'm saying? Then then Casey, well, there's a dude named Pat was there before Casey. And and Pat and Casey ran. Huh? My first career college pick against Pat. Pat Bateau? Yep. Already, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so <laughs> that's funny. So, yeah, so Pat Pat doing good right now, too, man. But uh, Pat was the first guy. Then Casey was right after that, right? So then TCU is still off to a good, you know, they, 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 they still running the show. But at that time, it just wasn't a good place for us. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, me and me and this other guy, I was gonna go to UT. To be honest, I was gonna go to University of Texas. I'd already committed, but on my recruiting trip, you know me, I'm, I'm and you know this, Marsh. Like everybody in my in my mind, I see everybody equal. So it's no reason for nobody to be arrogant. It's no reason for, in my opinion, it's no reason for nobody to feel like they're better than the next man because everybody's equal, right? It was a bunch of arrogance going on, man. And I was, and in my head, I, my host was somebody I never heard of. You know what I'm saying? So for him to be acting as arrogant as he was, I was like, I can't be around these kind of people. 
And he ended up being a pretty good, de decent football player, but I didn't know it at the time. And he acted like he was God. So I was like, hey, I can't deal with this fool. So I was like, all right, I ain't going to Texas. Then, uh, so, so pause right there. This is, so this is like right after the Ricky Williams. Mm -mm. Ricky Williams still at Texas. Cause you, you, you 98, right? I, I graduated in 90. I mean, I went to school and uh, my first year of college was 99. Cause I'm class 90, so I'm 97. So I'm two years older than you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so Ricky, so I could see why the arrogance would be there. Cause yeah, yeah. It, it was at, it was at his height. Yeah. I mean, Ricky was the reason, part of the reason why I was going to go. And plus that D line was amazing it up was. there. You know what I mean? Like, but I wasn't even going to be a defensive lineman. I was going to be a safety, you know what I'm saying? An outside linebacker. The other corner uh, had just, just been there. He was a guy. Um, him and he's a California sure. dude. Him and uh, Westbrook. Yes. Went to the line. Westbrook. Yep. Yep. Brian Westbrook. Killer. Yeah. I'm yeah. telling you, man, they, they were, they were nice. That was a nice squad, bro. That's why I was like, man, I gotta go, you know, but then when I went up there, See, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get the opportunity to even chill with them dudes. I probably would have stayed at Texas, right? But anyway, long story short, I ended up going to, uh, again, a, uh, a home visit from Coach Dykes, and he was a Texas Tech coach, and uh, I just loved him from the beginning, right? And uh, I was just like, I gotta talk to my boys about um about um playing I mean about going to tech right because we all wanted to go to the same place and uh my other boy said man I'm going to Texas I don't care what you're talking about I was like that okay I understand you know I couldn't do it anyway long story short I ended up going to Texas Tech with just one of my other homeboys we all went to different places in the Big 12 or outside the Big 12 but you know but yeah, man, Texas Tech. Uh, one of I had I already had one college player. I mean, one high school teammate there already. So he just made the transition easy, and it made it easier. So um, after that, it was just uh oh. It was easy for me to make that decision since I already had one person there, and I already knew like. I already knew a, a lot of guys there. So that's why I ended up going. Okay. Okay. So at Texas Tech, this is the this is the uh this is around the time where for me, once again, being a California dude at Fresno State, we had scheduled y'all. So this is this is before Texas Tech, like they on the verge of, you know, making it known right. that we some big time players in Texas in this big 12 now, you know, it's not just, right. not just UT and, you know, things of that nature. Oh, you. Right. And yeah. right, right. Oklahoma. Right. So, right. Um, talk about some of the guys you played with. I know y'all had Monte Rieger. Yeah. See, we, uh, I was a sophomore. Huh? When we played y'all, I was a sophomore and we, we, we get out there, man. And y'all had some dudes. Yeah, man. Uh, Monte, Monte was, Actually, one of my high school teammates and Monte was roommates. So my whole first summer before school started, I lived at their house, you know. So, I mean, he they really showed us what was going on. But Monte was a dog, man. Monte was first team All-American, you know what I mean? 
He went uh he was a third pick in the second round at Houston. I mean not Houston, the the Eagles. No, he went to Denver. He actually got drafted by Denver. Then he ended up signing five more years for the Eagles. But um, you know, his son actually it was a first round draft pick for the Eagles this yeah, past year. Cause he went to TCU. Yeah, Jalen Rager. Yeah, yeah, yeah Jalen Rager, man. That's crazy. But um yeah, man, we we had some pretty good players, man. We had uh, the other Ricky Williams. You remember yeah. him? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, little Rick ran hard, man. I love yeah. little Rick, man. Then we had uh, who was your quarterback again? Uh, when back when you was playing? Yeah. When we played you? Yeah. Uh, who was the QB? Because y'all had little Ricky Williams, Monte Rager. Y'all had a y'all had a DB. I forget his name. He was nice. Darwin Brown, DB. It was Darwin Brown. It was another one. I think he ended up going to Cleveland. Oh, um, what's his name? Um, talking about him. I know you got to give me a second. A Mal, Anthony Mal, bro. Anthony Mal, bro. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So who? Yeah, he coached now in Dennis. I mean, in Houston right now. What'd you say? Who's the cat I caught on the kickoff? Uh, John Norman. You got to send me that tape, man. I know, man. (laughs) I, I swear I will, bro. Cause I got it in the archives, you know what I mean. Hey, that but, was um, yeah, man. I don't, I don't know how you tackled him this day. I still don't know how you did that, bro. I've been watching it. I got his. I was like, I got his first. Cause hey, cause <laughs> hey, you was the only dude too. Hey, so I mean, to give a little uh, uh, feedback on what we talking about, we had a uh, a guy named John Norman on a, on a Texas Tech team. And he was a kickoff. Was it a punt? It was a kickoff return, right? Yeah. Yeah, a punt return. Uh, kickoff return. And uh, Marsh was on Fresno State. And they kicked it to us. And and Norman ran it all, almost ran it all the way back. And somehow, I don't know how Marsh did it. Marsh caught up to him and clipped his foot so perfectly that John somehow fell. I, I still don't know how he did it, bro, because. It ain't no way that should happen because because it ain't high. like he he was kind of escorted in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah blockers and everything. And I was like, oh, John gone. Yeah, yeah. And then next thing I know, Marsh come in there and clip. I was like, how did he do that? You know what I'm saying? The funny, the funny thing about that story, me and you in BC, and you like, I said, yeah, man, we played Texas Tech my sophomore year. He was like, yeah, man. And then y'all fumbled in the end zone, and we ended up getting out of there. I think y'all beat us by three or one or three. And, yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, you was like, "Yeah, man, the dude. Uh, we had to, man. We almost ran this kickoff back, and then some dude came out. I said that was. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I you said, that was you. You got to send me that. Yeah, I want to see that too. Definitely. Yeah, man. I got you. I promise you. Man, Hunt been promising me that since I seen him in San Antonio almost two years ago. <laughs> it's crazy like that when you think, Marshall, as big as the United States is, you know, playing college football, that you guys can have a connection like that over a play or, you know, playing against each other. I mean, does that happen often? Yeah, so, like, um, for me, football has shrunk my world. Right. So, for me, it's it's like... <clears throat> I know so many people through so many people. Like, mm-hmm. I know a guy who know a guy who know a guy who knows a guy. So, like, right. you know, with Hunt, I played against him in college. I played against his older brother in college. And it's it, it, it comes full circle. And 
<clears throat> I, you know, Hunt may have played with a guy that played with me or vice yeah. versa. So when you meet these other guys, it's kind of like, it's a, it's a big fraternity. So yeah. I inadvertently am like, you know, the seven degrees of separation. Just going to say that. Saying, yeah. So it's, it's crazy. And then we, we instantly got a bond because of a common, you know, cause of football, but you know, through football, you have these, these relationships with teammates and people and, you know, it just, it shrinks your world. Yeah. It's cool though. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy because you, when you think, like you said, with the, the U S being so big in mm -hmm. terms of, excuse me, in terms of population, you, it, you know, it's, it's funny how things come full circle. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> I, and it's, I don't, it's, it's, it's such a surreal feeling when you can have that connection with people. Cause see me and Hunt and Banks, Ryan, like we hung, like we hung out. So yep. what people don't, what people don't understand is like we was real friends, like we really hung out. So like when we, when we, you know, got to practice and shit or game day, it was just so, like me and Corey was so locked in. <clears throat> I ain't have to, we can make eye contact. We knew what time it was. Yeah. You know, so that's what made our groups, our teams in BC so special because we actually liked each other and hung out. Right. So yeah. a lot of, a lot of, a lot of pro teams aren't like that. Right. Because everybody's buying for, you know, a position or competing and mm -hmm. it's a lot of testosterone and, you know, mm -hmm. that type of thing. But we was, man, I, I, I will say my time, my 11 seasons in Canada in the CFL at BC, it was, it was funner than the NFL. I mean, wow. yeah. NFL was dope that one year I had over there because I met a lot of people, some that I like looked up to as a younger guy. Right. You know, and yeah. now I'm in the locker room with, with them. Guys. Yeah. Stop being a fan and be a damn teammate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, Steve McNair, rest in peace. Eddie George. I was a huge Eddie George fan in high school when he was at Ohio State. Um, and to actually, Samari Roach, Bond Curse, you know, the list is long. Yeah. Uh, Neil O'Donnell was a backup QB. He's like damn near 40 wow. times. Yeah. It's crazy. Wow. Man. Yeah. <clears throat> so, for me to be on a team with these guys and they're actually my teammates versus mm -hmm. a fan, you know, and, uh, you know, a lot of people who, who get to the pro game, they're kind of starstruck. Yeah. They have to quickly, you know, get out of being starstruck. Like, damn, he my teammate now. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't need yep. to ask for an autograph from this dude because he's my teammate. I'm, I'm not a fan. He's yep. my teammate now. So, yep. You know, right. And I was telling Ryan how me, you, Banks, Ryan, like we and Glow, we used to kick it so hard. Like we liked each other. We was friends. Right. So right. even with all the shit talking and all the other stuff, we did everything outside of football together. So it, you don't, and I was saying you don't really have those type of relationships in the pro game because everybody's looking for self. It's self-preservation, right? And yeah. Like, that's why yeah. BC was so special. I and I mean, yeah. Okay. Like, and like you being there before us, that, that's the difference, right? Like, if you go in with a group, then you expect it to be tight with them. But like, the, the thing about it is, is like when you go in and there's people already there, 
Mm-hmm. Those are the ones who's kind of butt hurt and kind of mm-hmm. nervous or whatever. You know what I mean? And that's the worst part about the NFL because normally all of the older guys are like, oh, no, I can't can't, can't deal yeah. with this young dude. I can't talk to him. But yeah, man, at BC it wasn't like that. You know what I'm saying? Like it was all it was it was all fun and games, to be honest with you. Man, it, it made it made football fun. You know what I mean? I, I went through a patch to where it wasn't fun to me. You know what I mean? Like going from different teams and like, man, like always having somebody pretty much hating. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's crazy to me too. Like how how I mean, I understand. Saying it's a it's a business it's about money, but I couldn't live with myself doing some of the stuff that them boys was doing to try to try to get ahead. You know what I mean? Like that just ain't never been me. We'll see a lot of people outside the game that that never signed a contract. They don't know all of the mm. fuck that goes on, right? So mm. I will say for my NFL experience with the Titans for that year. I had a lot of solid ass dudes like Kevin Dyson, mm-hmm. George McNair. My my quarterback at Fresno before Dave was Billy Volick. He he was a he was you know mm-hmm. was on the roster a year before I was. So I kind of already had yeah yeah you know, yeah a, a teammate. And then our free agent Somebody there. yeah mm-hmm. our free agent class all made the team. You're talking about Jaquay Parker Thomas. You're talking about mm-hmm. little Joe. Uh, he went to Nebraska. He's from Texas. He was a little returner. He played at Nebraska. Joe Walker, um, me, um, uh, yep, tall, Joe Walker, tall, tall receiver. Uh, he's from the Bay Area. He went to UCLA. Was like a backup quarterback and did his thing in Tennessee. Um, I can't remember. Mm. His name. But our whole free agent class made the, made the squad. So we had like Samari Rhodes, Vonkers, like they all, you know, you could play. Okay, so yeah, I will See, say that. I had a good experience. And right. I, Fisher was the head coach and it was, it was real chill and you know, whatever. Right. I'd like you said, I've heard the stories. There's a lot of yeah. assholes, you know. So. Like in Denver, it was a di- it was different, right? Everywhere else besides Denver, it was it was different. Denver, like, because of how the head guy wasn't a punk, yeah. Nobody else could be one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, well, my my dude back then is kind of crazy to say because he is who he is now. It was Shannon Sharp. Mm-hmm. Like Shannon Sharp used to, I used to ride back and forth with him to to the hotel and to meetings every single day. Every single morning, I rode with Shannon. If if well, sometimes you know he older, so you know he got more leeway. So I couldn't I couldn't do a lot of stuff <laughs> Shannon did, but like. Even like, you know what I'm saying? But even like, um, and that was somebody I grew up looking, looking, looking uh, like, man, Shannon is the man. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was somebody I grew up kind of admiring. You know, I even had a Shannon Sharp jersey. I never told him this. I would never <laughs> tell him this, right? But <laughs> I had a Shannon Sharp jersey. And I was like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm the first, because, the first time he made me feel like I was cool or that I was a part of the team, I was like, man, this is this is kind of surreal. Yeah. He 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 real for this, you know, kind of deal. You know what I mean? Like he because he didn't have to, you know what I mean? He didn't have to at all. And then once Shannon started being cool, 
then I felt like everybody else was cool. You know what I mean? But it, it takes a real one to actually do that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like everybody else is going to, uh, it's, it's normally like this. It's the, it's the newbies, the guys that's just coming in. Mm-hmm. And then everybody else, and then the superstars, right? Yeah. And normally, and it's everybody else category. It's some haters in that thing, right? It's gonna be some haters in that everybody else categories because we knew mm-hmm. superstars already know they they solidify. They ain't got to worry about nothing. So in every locker room, it should be the superstars that make everything easier for everybody else. That's that was our locker room in BC, right? I ain't gonna say we were superstars, but we were the we were the guys. We were the head honcho. Yeah. And that's how you make the locker room uh, a place where you want to come, right? Like, mm-hmm. football is easy if you make it a place to where everybody want to be. Yeah. Man, we listen, bro, you remember the crazy thing about BC is that we stayed in the locker room until nighttime. <laughs> you remember that a lot of times, man, like. We would be we would be done. We would be done with everything at 1.30. We was done. And we'll stay in the locker room all day until it was dark almost. Like that's crazy, man. But that's how much we love being around each other. That that yeah, we was kicking, man. It was fun. Yeah. And that's and that's what crazy. I was saying too. Like it's it's funny you say that because Keith Bullock is my guy. Like right, right. Like, yo. Man, Marston hurt his shoulder, man. Hey, he was, he was, he was that deal. So right. felt, I didn't care about nothing else. I had a chip on my shoulder because I felt like I should have been a draft pick. Right, right, right. Training camp, mini camp and training camp, and Javon Curse, Smartbro, and Keith Bullet, and 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 and, and Blaine Bishop. Like, man, look at them feet, man, boy. You, okay, man. I, that right. that's what I needed. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Because they was the, like you say, they the guys. And to this right. day, Keith be like. So I didn't care <laughs> nothing about none of that other stuff. It, it things happen the way they happen, but you know when your peers know, and that's what we play for at the end of the day. That's all I. That's all we care about, right? Yeah, man. That was that was boy. I'm looking dark, man. So, <laughs> but yo, no, I was telling Ryan that's what made BC so special because, man, we man like prime example. I come when you and Bank stayed together downtown. I come down there. I damn spent the night at y'all apartment down there. Right, right. <laughs> it was so late. I was like, man, I ain't going back to my condo. I'm finna hang with y'all, man. We downtown. Right, right, right. So it was just so fun. Just the, yeah. Just so it fun. was family, man, for real. Yeah. Family, bro. I mean, we all was away from home. You know what I mean? And we made it a family, man. That's the difference. That's why we could do the stuff that we did, man. <laughs> Yeah, we can't because we was all we was all what'd you say that you can't talk about <laughs> nah you know it <laughs> hey bet not talk about it. <laughs> so Aaron you spent some time in uh you spent some time in the NFL Europe with the Hamburg Sea Devils what was that like yeah I actually love uh now I can't say at first I didn't know what to think right I was nervous uh, like you know I mean I, I'm a boy from Texas now I didn't been a few places but Germany all the way over Germany 
by myself. I really didn't have no friends going over there, right? But uh, you know, you got to put yourself on the line when you're chasing your dreams, right? So yeah, I I go to Germany, and it ended up being one of the one of my best experiences, honestly, man. It was a uh, you learn like everybody like the best thing about football is that you meet people from different areas mm-hmm. and different and different upbringings and all that other stuff but mm-hmm. you know you share the same dream kind of deal you know what i mean so oh so it's like um i'm sorry i was watching this play but um <laughs> you know the big 12 championship game is on you know what i mean just so y'all know oh you killing them but um but um yeah, so it's like everybody's from different places, and we all in Germany together, right? So that's crazy enough as is. But Germany, that team never had a football team before we got there. So they treated us awesome. I mean, like, they treated us really good, really good. And the memories that I had in Germany, I'll, I'll never forget. Now, I can't say it helped plan wise or football wise anything like that well being able to play football more always helps right but like it was it was a different situation Ooh, mm-hmm. but i i enjoyed it because it was it's part of this it was part of the journey right and it was different it was fun i had a good time did you guys have any issues with the language barrier or anything like that or <laughs> of course uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you how many times we got lost. You know what I mean? Or uh, the good thing is we start because every team has their own players, right? Mm-hmm. So we started being smart enough to realize we can't go nowhere without these dudes. You know right. what I mean? So we we used to bring <laughs> – they had to break that language barrier for us. And, and after a while, you learn norm, uh, little stuff that, that will help you through that through that through that ride right like so you'll learn like simple words that'll help you get through you know what i mean yeah and the funny thing is is the the the, the grateful thing is that everybody wants to learn english or everybody has to learn english everywhere in the world right so that's that they already knew some english Right. Now, it might have been broken English or whatever, but they already knew some sort of English. So that helped that barrier too, right? That language barrier. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was cool though, man. It was cool. Uh, you know, <laughs> I it's some crazy stuff happened down there too, but uh, it's, <laughs> I, I wouldn't take it back for the world, man, because I mean, you know, it, it, everything is growth in my opinion, right? Everything you do, you're supposed to learn and grow from it. And that helped me out a bunch. I heard I was I was gonna go to Europe. I was gonna go to Europe. Uh, old should have, bro. And uh, hey, but what they? I didn't go the first time they wanted me to. I was like, ah, I can't go to Europe, man. But I, I'm glad. I'm thankful I did, just because it was an experience. You know what I mean? Now I heard. I heard. Yeah. My, one of my, yeah. my bros went. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> like yeah, man. We uh, I'm a rap star when I got off the plane. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. <laughs> oh man. Hey man. Hey. <laughs> hey. 
<laughs> but you know what? It's I, what I, from what I'm told, it's similar to how the, the 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 Canada thing was. Yeah, yeah, but it is. But since we was the only, well, actually. They had a tennis team. Man, you know the crazy thing? They had, they, it wasn't Wimbledon, but they had like a, a huge uh, tennis thing there. Mm-hmm. And like um, Federer and, and Sampras and all, I got to watch all of that. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's real big over there. Mm-hmm. And um, they, have a, they have a tennis team who, who, I mean, not tennis, a soccer team that's supposed to be really good. So we... We, we, we did that too, man. It was kind of crazy. Um, what did you know about Canada before you came up to the CFL? Man, uh, honestly, I was finna, I was finna uh, give up on football and be a coach. Mm-hmm. And uh, I already had a, 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 a job. Well, it was going to be a, um, a GA spot, but I already had one set up in tech. And I was going to do that. But uh, my brother was already in the CFL, and Reggie was like, "Man, you might as well come to come to Canada." And you know, I learned I learned a lot from Reggie, his mistakes and all, right? So, and he seemed to be doing good. So I was like, <laughs> "Shoot, man, I, I might come to Canada." So I was like, "All right, I'm gonna go to Canada." So what happened was, BC had my rights. Mm-hmm. So I was talking to uh. Roy, Shiv, Shiv, oh, I ain't trying to get Roy in trouble for this, right? <laughs> we already know. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, Roy gave me some knowledge to try to get out of my, uh, mm-hmm. that, that little situation, right? But be, uh, Bob, Bob mm-hmm. wasn't buying it. Bob Obilovich, I love Bob. Bob hey, Aaron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Bob wasn't buying none of that. So he was like, hey, listen. You come to BC one year. You don't like it, we'll release you. You go play with your brother. Because I was only going to play football just to play with my brother one more time, right? Gotcha. So I was like, all right, I'll do that. And I got to BC, and that was it for me playing with my brother. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, uh, I got it. I got the luxury of, of – going to Saskatchewan, playing them four times a year. You know what I mean? So I was gonna, I was gonna see my brother regardless. So I actually love BC. I loved everything about BC. So I was like, man, it don't make, after, and we won a great cup our first year, right? So it wasn't like I'm finna leave after that to go play for Saskatchewan. Even though Saskatchewan won that next year, which is crazy. We, we were supposed to but, win. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, oh man. Hey man, we had one of the best teams in the world that year. Yeah. But uh but um yeah man so I, I got that I got that one year in BC and I was like yeah I'm good I'm just gonna stay here but yeah that's how I ended up going to to, to Canada play playing for Canada because of my brother turned me on. My brother was like, Hey man, you might as well go. I know you I know you ain't I know you don't want to stop playing. Yeah. And I was like, man, I'm just tired of going through it all. You know what I mean? He was like, man, I'm telling you, just come up here, man. You're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. So I listened to him, and uh, it, it was a great decision. I'm happy I made it. Definitely. Hey, we was we were some wild boys. Your first year up there. That was my third year. Yeah. So 
the, 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 <laughs> so check it out, right? So, you know, we had some older dudes on the team and they were kind of like a little more old school. So, it, man, I had a mouthful of gold teeth, dreads and the whole nine, right? So this is my third year. So I had just signed with Kansas City Chiefs prior to Hunt and Banks and them coming to 06. So I was a chief for like five days. Now they didn't Herm did, they didn't want to give me a signing bonus because my shoulder was kind of jacked up from the MRI. So I'm sitting there like because mm-hmm. because Casey just signed. Mm-hmm. So we both we I had his uncle was my agent at the time. Right. So they flew me and worked me out. Herm like I'm gonna shoot it to you straight. I'm gonna sign you today. So I'm like cool. So I go do my little world tour with the medical stuff and all that stuff. And then when I get back to Arrowhead, like, uh, you know, the head trainer kind of looking at me funny, getting on his phone and shit. I'm like, damn. So I get up there to Carl Peterson. He's like, Dante, you know, we're going to sign you today, but can't give you a signing bonus. And I'm like, you know, that's our thing, right? Huh? I'm trying to get that up front. Right, right, right. It's like, you got to sign a right. waiver, you know, and you, you know how them go. You're going to sign this waiver. And then if I think the contract was like, 310 if i would have got hurt i would have got what is it 80 percent of that or something it's like a little more than half of that when you sign the injury waiver not it would it wouldn't have been 80 percent though it probably would have been like 70 or 75 or something yeah. like that yeah so it probably been yeah, like yeah, yeah. 310 i probably got 240 or something or or 200 mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. i sit i sit on that for five days and i'm like nah man i'm gonna go back up to canada i'm gonna talk to wally or mm-hmm. all kind of money <laughs> so Right. <laughs> it worked out in uh hunt hunting banks. We get banks in the dispersal draft. I will say this. When you and banks and glove came in, that 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 those were like the final pieces, bro. Like cause it was still yeah. our age group and it wasn't just right, right. You know, we we talked, you know, that ain't for this interview, but you know, certain people, <laughs> you know. They weren't, they, weren't, they weren't trying to let us live, you know what I'm saying? So nah, they they weren't going to. So we it was a it was a it was injected youth and 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 ignorance and brashness. Right. We just right. We clowning around, but we 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 were we were passionate and loving the game and yeah. it on game day. So right. uh, yeah, yeah, that was that was that was a good deal, man. I'm man. glad you came, brother. <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad I came too, man, because it, it it rejuvenized me. You know what I'm saying? It rejuvenated me because, like I said, I was done with with playing on the playing side, but yeah. I got that love again. You know what I'm saying? Just because of how we went about it. You know what I mean? Like, like we, man, we. I mean, you know, I I don't know if everybody would say this, but we was pretty special, man. You know, like looking back. And I always knew we were special, but especially now, looking back, man, we were like we seriously special. That that team was special, man. I keep telling people like we BC was like the Patriots, right? Like we we literally because I went my first year in 04, we lost to Damon and then in Toronto. Five, we had, we were stacked again, right? And we lost the Western Final to Edmonton at BC. 06 mm-hmm. winning, 07 mm-hmm. won it. You get what mm-hmm. I'm saying? We literally, could yeah, yeah, five great cups. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that yeah. team was man. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Wally and Obi put together a damn good team. I, I man, I, I don't know how they was able to get like it was gumbo. Like they got all the ingredients and it just 
Right. <laughs> just threw it in there. Yeah. I'm telling you, it worked so good. Yeah. Man, uh, and I know like we were <laughs> it's gonna sound we were like the Patriots because everybody in the NFL hated the Patriots. Yeah. Right. Yep. That's how it was with us. And it wasn't it wasn't because it was just because they couldn't play in BC. That was number one. And they couldn't be on our team. Yep. That's all it was. Yep. They knew we were good. Like my brother, my brother was even saying, see, before I even got there, he was, he was trying to tell me how to, how to, what was going to happen when I got there. He was like, I'm going to tell you, they arrogant now. They arrogant, but you're going to have to deal with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, ah, oh. because you know me about arrogance. I was like, ah, oh, I, I, I ain't going to be able to make it if they arrogant. You know what I'm saying? But I come to realize they wouldn't, y'all wouldn't arrogant. You know what I'm saying? Y'all would just, it, it's a difference between arrogance and then swag or knowing that y'all are who y'all are. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and that's what it was, you know, like everybody thought when I was on a team, they thought I was arrogant. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll never forget all the craziness I heard because they was acting like I was arrogant. You know what I'm saying? Like, dang. But that's just the way it is, man. They hate you when they ain't you. Hey, that part. In, B in BC, <laughs> I, you know, the, the you know, prior to me getting up to Canada, I didn't know too much. I'm like, man, they, everybody an Eskimo? Are they igloos? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. I didn't even. Canada was <laughs> Rocket Ismail, Doug Flutie, and, and I knew Jeff Garcia because he a Bay Area guy played for the Niners, and Warren Moon. Other than that, I ain't know nothing about Canada. I get to be, right. I'm like, because I'm still living, right. in, well, I'm still at home in Oakland, my first few years in BC. So I'm like, it's right up the street. It's still West Coast. Oh, this is, this is, <laughs> you know what I'm summer is still hot. Like we playing yeah. the song. The only thing I didn't like about BC is practicing in damn Surrey, man, outside <laughs> in uh, October. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they was wrong for that, man. I mean, I get, I mean, not, I love Surrey, nothing wrong, nothing, mm -hmm. you know, no disrespect for, to the people of Surrey, but it was, it was just far from, from, you know, from where we played at, you know what I mean? But it's all good, man. I think that uh, we, le we left a lot of the championships on the table out there, man. You know what I'm saying? We de definitely did. I would say we should have five instead of two. Yeah. I agree. Five instead of two. I'm going to ask you this question. The the Calgary, the one Calgary, what was that? Oh, eight? Oh, eight, yeah. Mm -hmm. Which eight. one did Calgary win with LaBenjo? Rest in peace. Oh, eight. That was 08 oh, when he wrecked the slab. <laughs> yeah. De definitely should have won that. You know what I'm saying? Definitely should have won. I'm going to say this, though. Calgary, Calgary was, they were stacked that year, bro. Like, remember? Yeah, they were stacked. They finally start spit. They finally start giving money to the defense. Remember, they had a uh, Dwight and they right. had a uh, BB. Before that, right. Calgary always had offense, but they ain't had no defense. Man, listen. Right, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> hey, yeah. That, boy, that boy was yeah. eating. So let me ask. They you, both of them. How, 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 how did you like playing in Canada versus the NFL in terms of? Cause see, this is the question. <clears throat> that I want to pose because a lot of people don't know. In, in, in Ocho, Chad, Chad me, we had that conversation when we was in Montreal. He was like, man, it's real out here. See, people don't right. know. A lot of people look at the CFL 
as a as a second rate league, not knowing. Right. For me speaking, as a DB, it's way harder to cover in Canada than it is. Right. Everybody right. can go in motion, run at you. It's man, the field's way bigger. So, in terms of the the difficulty or lack thereof, was it difficult for you to make the transition from playing? in the league versus the CFL? Well, I mean, I, I, I changed positions, right? So it, it was difficult for me. Uh, I, well, and it's, as a lineman, you start from a, a yard back, right? That was brand new to me, right? So just that alone is, is a huge difference that a lot of guys can't come back from. You, you will see good defensive linemen like really good mm. not 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 make it just because they like they can't handle that yard that yard is is, is a beast when it comes down to it you know because everything is based off as a d lineman you want to you want to you know you want to get you want to latch on and get off fast everything is about quickness right? right so with that yard that that delays everything Right. So that's going to be it's going to be harder for you to get off that block because it's going to take you a yard to get to it. You know what I mean? It's it's hard to explain, but you you kind of get what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. it's a mate. And I'm going to tell you this, just, just to talk about that a little bit. The the CFL gets disrespected a lot and it's weird to me, even even now. I get guys coming up to me trying to trying to tell me to, hey man, you think you think uh you can talk to one of your guys to give me an opportunity to play in the CFL? And this man barely played in college. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. dude, <laughs> you you don't have a chance, man. Hey, get you a job, man. Let's do something else. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, start working on your career because it, it, you're not gonna make it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, can you this please, is, can it, you, it's very. Can go you ahead. please let's talk about this real quick? Because since you're on that, subject, okay. The the CFL is harder to make than NFL. People don't realize, right? That. You have right. a certain amount of American players. It's a ratio, yeah. People, right? It's a ratio. You have a certain amount of American players, and they have to have a certain amount of Canadian players. And if you ain't a starter as an American, see. And the, the the way our GM <laughs> and head coach worked, he ain't, he gave no fucks. So I'm he, thought, he thought he could go get a Dante, a Aaron, a court on any corner in the United States, any time in the world. Anytime and another that. thing is too, and and if, don't let a Canadian be good at your spot because you gone. Oh, yeah. You out right? Of like yeah. even even if he even if he ain't as good as you, is it, is it's not about that, especially as him coming out, uh, him coming out of college, if he got a glimpse of hope, then that American is gone because uh, the team is better off the more Canadians they have that can play, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why, like, it's it's hard to make – I mean, it's hard to continue to be on that team, right? It's not easy to be on a Canadian team, man. That's what people don't get that. But it's not easy, man, because of – the ratio and because also, of the the play is different too also you don't you got two weeks in training camp people don't know that yeah, <laughs> yeah. hey <laughs> hey to this day it's my guy 
my guy. I love him. I don't Solomon wouldn't have been in the CFL if it wasn't for us. Because Solomon didn't get to play preseason. Mm-hmm. We talked a while. I like, I was like, man, I like him. You know what I'm saying? I like, I think he's good. You know what I'm saying? He just keep getting hurt. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But uh I didn't think Solomon was gonna make the team, to be honest with you. You know what I'm saying? Because he was hurt. Uh 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 Giannis either, remember? It's three minutes left in the game. I'm like, Neil, put him in the game. They right, right. Man, I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Man, yep, yep. So it's a lot of guys who fall by the wayside. Right. Uh, because there's just not enough time for opportunity, Ryan. You know, like there was no mini camps where we played. Like you you show up to camp and you better. You better do something. Yeah. Like you got a couple days. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like your time was very limited when you was out there too. It ain't like because you only get an hour and a half, two hours of practice, right? So it ain't like you had a whole bunch of time and they want they they want their starters to get the reps. So whenever you go out there, you better show up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think it's crazy too. Um, you talk about you know players kind of disrespecting the CFL in a sense. They think it's going to be a cakewalk. I think a lot of the fans, uh, especially in Vancouver, they just don't show up. You know, there's just no interest in the CFL, which is crazy. It's such a great league, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's definitely a great league. Hold on, wait. What'd you say? They're not showing up no more? Not BC, no. We're looking at maybe, I think it was down to 17,000 fans last season, maybe Dang. even 16. It's low. It's, it's sad. Um if there is no CFL season this coming year, I think the CFL's done. Um, but yeah, there's there's not many fans anymore. Not many fans interested. Saskatchewan's good. Um, Toronto's kind of hit and miss. Montreal, they had a really good year last year. Um, you know, once again, no fans in the seats. So I don't know. I I and I and I saw that because I, I haven't kept up with it as much, but I kind of see whatever comes across my Twitter feed. <clears throat> and I talked to some guys still Sally and guys of that nature but when we were there BC place was packed out yeah, yeah it was pretty good man it's pretty nice I mean we was average Dang, that's, all right. I, I, that's tough to hear right there I didn't know that yeah it's it's but see I think and once again I think another thing is this and we talked about this when we were still playing um they don't market the players the way they need. yeah yeah and I told I tell I told this story many times. I know to the media up there. When I was the one year I had in the NFL after the season, one of my real close friends who played with me at Fresno, he was a third round pick to the Bengals. He was like, "Marsh, you ain't get your royalty check." I'm like, "Hell, you talking about what royalty check?" He was like, "Man, you about to get a sixty five hundred dollar check in the mail. Check mm-hmm. your mail." So, a couple of days later, I checked the mail. I got a sixty five hundred dollar check, and that's from the NFLPA for players who were got credited seasons or whatever after that season they get right because they can use your likeness or whatever and merchandise mm-hmm. or video yeah no doubt all that stuff mm-hmm. so it we're the product right the players and i and i and i remember going to um what was that mall going towards guilford hunt what was the name of that place Guilford mall. mall yeah <laughs> guilford mall yeah <laughs> Ah. it's been a while man so yeah. i go yeah, yeah. So it was a sport check on the lower level of guilford mall and right. I, it's like after our 06 season and i i see a 31 jersey man i'm stoked you know what i'm saying because it's different seeing fans buy jerseys and wear them at the right 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 now your shit is in the store 
So I'm like, man, I'm taking pictures of this motherfucker. <laughs> but then I, I kind of got, I felt some type of way when I left the mall because I'm like, damn, they selling that 31 jersey in the mall. I ain't getting no money from that. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think if the if the if the if you create the same type of um, foundation or the 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 the, the 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 way it's set up in other leagues that are very successful. Obviously, I'm not silly. I know it's a gazillion people here versus right. You have more people in California than y'all have in the whole country up there. However, if you mark, if you force feed the people the product and it's a good product, they're going to buy in. You have to market right. players. Kids don't. I. They're not coming to see a coach. They're not coming to see the logo or the team. No, they're okay. coming to because they fell in love with a player. Yeah, right. You get what I'm saying? So when yeah, you yeah. product, I think you will have, and, 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 and I have my own thoughts on why teams don't, in, in, the, in, in the CFL don't do it as often, is because it's a turnstile up there. They want to be able to get rid of you, discard you whenever they feel like it, and they mm. can't do that when they have a player that they're building up and he's actually pretty good, and he has- Yep, that makes good. sense. You know what I mean? That's so, true. I, I can believe that's true. See, the- I'm like that's crazy because that's how that's that's what drives. See, when you when you talk about because I know Hunt can attest to this too. I'm a little kid. I loved Walter Payton. Right. You know what I'm saying in the '80s, sweetness was the guy. So right. You know, we fell in love with players, and that's why the NFL, Major League Baseball, and the NBA is so huge because the world loves these sports and they fall in love right. with players. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, because they identify with those individual players. They're not, yeah, exactly. they're not, and I think the CFL does it so wrong because it's such a beautiful game, and the league can grow. But mm-hmm. when you're trying to the CFL, the CFL, no, 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 they want to see a, a Hunt, a Marsh, a Banks, a Dickinson, a Printers, a G. Roy Simon, a Milk Steagle. They identify with those players. Yeah, just, right. like, just like you had your jerseys in the background. Those yeah. are identified players. Yeah, right. Really promote the players, the product. Yeah. So I, I think the thing that gets me too, um, I've been to a lot of NHL games, quite a few. And you go to an NHL game, it's an 80, 86 game season. There's too many points in the season where guys can just put in the motions, fuck around on the ice, <laughs> you know, half-ass play, lose, win, no big deal. You start playing, you know, watching football, you got like a, you know, 16 game season, um, you know, shit matters now. You know, you got to start winning games. You go down 0-2 in a season, you're, you're talking about maybe potentially not making the playoffs. Right. That's huge shit, you know? Mm-hmm. CFL, three downs. That's huge shit. You got to start, mm-hmm. you know, advancing down the field now. If you don't, you're kicking the ball away. You're playing defense, right? So that's a lot of what got me into the, into, into the NFL and the CFL was the shorter season, Games mean something right now. More exciting. You know, you're chucking balls in the end zone. Fans are going crazy. All this kind of, you know, love it. Love love every second of it. But now in, in BC, I mean, right now, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but the, the upper deck, the second level is basically uh, like tied off. You can't get up. There's no no seating in the upper deck. And it's sad. Section right off. Yeah, it's sad. Hold on. We're, we're, we're. Hold on. What? What? Say that again. I don't get, I don't get so what you mean. In, it's in the tied upper deck. Off. It's not well. You can't. There's no seating up there, and then they've got drapes over the seats. Yeah. You can't even see the seats. Yeah. But why? 
because they're not trying to compress everything into the lower bowl to try and get more of an atmosphere because they're not selling out. Oh, oh. You're looking at a 75,000-seat arena, and you, you know, yeah. you're compressing it all into the lower bowl, and it just looks better on TV as well. It looks like there's more fans there, right? Mm-hmm. So do you think you think they're going to have a season? They better have a season. Um, I think the league is quietly making, <laughs> you know, having putting this, the steps in place to have a season. I know teams are right. teams are signing players and shit, but who cares? The league's got to sit down and get their act together and figure out either, you know, we're going to have everybody, uh, you know, play in one stadium or, or whatever they decide to do. I, I think it'll happen. It, it, it has to happen. I mean, this is this is this is me. I truly believe that everything that's going has been going on for almost a year now. Um, like we was talking earlier, I think it's an, an agenda. Um, I do believe the virus is, is is real. It exists, but I just let people listen. We 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 can't continue to shut down small businesses and and some big businesses where a lot of people are employed and there's going to be a lot of people with no work. Mm-hmm. Right. And I mean, if we can go to a Walmart and it's a gazillion people in Walmart with no yeah. social distancing, we can go to a Home Depot or Lowe's, you know, or things yeah. of that nature. Hey, that that's that's what how how different is a, a bunch of people standing around shopping in Walmart different from the gym? You still touching all the shit on the shelves. You yeah. still in close proximity. So I just, that's why my mind thinking outside the box, you know what I mean? I yeah. just agree with everything that's going on. But I do truly believe that um, things will get back to some semblance of normalness, normalcy, mm-hmm. if you will. Like it has to, because we just, we can't, I just don't see how the world can continue to move forward this way because it, it's, it's, it's right it's, yeah it's, it's working it's not working no hey it's aaron hunt thanks for joining us on inside the minds podcast join us next week <laughs>